episode 982, The Nephilim Conspiracy. Is this the time loop? Yeah. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben DiVono. And th- no, this isn't the Nephilim episode you want, everyone. <laughs> no, don't worry. That's we- the other one. So, listeners, I made a mistake. I usually release a time loop first and then go into Ben's episode uh, about the same topic. In this case, I actually released Ben's episode first. And here we are with the time loop that we were reflecting on. So, that's great. Now you got Ben's thoughts. Now you can go in and with that framework... Ben, this is episode 69 of the Sci-Fi Christian. Uh, me and my friends Kobe and Daniel talk about this from 2012. So this episode was released on July 1st. Oh, that's great. So, Ben, why don't you do some time travel music and uh, we'll be back oh. with some more thoughts at the end. The Nephilim Conspiracy. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Kobe Radcliffe. I'm Daniel Butcher. And we are back! Hey. That was weird. We're back, and we are about to talk about the Nephilim. Do you know who the Nephilim are, Kobe? No, but we're going to find out. That's right. We are going to find out. Yeah. So, Kobe, do you have Genesis 6-4, which tells us all about the Nephilim? I do. All right. Genesis 6 4 says, The Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterward, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children with them. They were the heroes of old, men of renown. So, this verse has kind of sparked some controversy, but it's not the only verse that does mention the Nephilim. So, I'm just going to go ahead and read, I believe, the only other verse that uses the word Nephilim, which is Numbers 13, 32 33. Just to set the stage, this is when. Uh, Joshua and Caleb and the other guys went to go spy out on Canaan. So they brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land that they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone to spy it out. What? The, the land through which we have gone to spy it out is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people that we saw in it are a great height. And there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim, and we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers, and so we seemed to them. So basically, this one's talking about how the Nephilim were pretty big, great height. So, Kobe, Daniel, there have been lots of different theories on who these Nephilim are. Why are they so mysterious, Kobe? Um, because, to be honest, the Bible's not very clear on exactly what they are, or who they are, or what they are. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But, um, I mean, there have been some theories. Have you ever, have since... you ever looked up the... Uh, the etymology of the word Nephilim? Um, maybe. You know, how you find out, like, where the word originated from? Isn't it a Hebrew word? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so you don't really know. <laughs> have you, have you done If the... either one of you had actually studied Hebrew or any... I didn't. I took Greek. Da- Daniel, have you looked up the etymology of this No, word? I have not. Oh, interesting. Well, let me just tell you a little something I, I, I learned in my research. Nephilim probably derives from a uh, Semitic root which here's the word it might come from to fall or the phrase to fall which also includes to cause to fall and to kill to ruin so that's kind of uh that's where this idea happens or comes from where it's kind of like a a, maybe a fallen angel that's one of the theories so actually maybe we should start there kobe you had a list of theories i have some theories i think daniel you have a few let's just throw every theory 
that exists about the Nephilim, and then we'll break it down from there. Okay, first I want to mention, though, that I don't have a theory on this because I couldn't find one, but in the King James Version of the Bible, they translate it as giants. Straight up as giants. Straight up as giants. Okay. okay. Anyways, so one of the theories I have is um, it was held unanimously, unanimously before Augustine brought, a point, brought upon his idea of the Nephilim, and that Nephilim were a combination of fallen angels and women. So basically, angels that have fallen from God, and then they are the ones that went to so the women demons. on this earth. Yes. So, wait, Augustine was the one that fought for this point? No, he was. these were all the people before Augustine. Oh, before Augustine. Yes. Okay. Had you heard that before, that the Nephilim might be fallen angels? I've seen it in my own research as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, it's one that's been prevalent and discussed. Yeah. Okay. What else you got, Kobe? Um, and then we have went on wait, to... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Augustine's idea. Do you have an idea? I do actually have a different one. Oh, okay. Uh, Here's a little bit, like a spin on what you just said, that maybe Satan and or his fallen angels bred with humans, human women, obviously, and that they were called the Nephilim. So not that the angels themselves were Nephilim, but that their offspring, the hybrids, were Nephilim. I have some controversies that surround that, but we can get back back to that. that. Um, Augustine's idea is what he says, that they're the sons of God, which is the line of Seth, possibly. Okay. Or... And then the daughters of the un- unbelieving were the line of Cain. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that Seth view is super popular. That's uh, how I wrote it out is that, and by wrote it I mean copy and pasted from Wikipedia. Uh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> That's the, the number one research tool. <laughs> the, sons of God, the sons of God were godly from a godly line from Adam to Seth down to Noah, mm-hmm. and the Nephilim were fallen children who sought after false, false gods. So not non-humans they were just people that didn't worship the one true god and i thought it was kind of interesting augustine also stated that uh the sons of god were either kings or priests that took any woman they wanted so that's kind of another idea there inside of itself kind of another along the same lines when it comes to humans is that yes so their godly men took ungodly wives so you know a lot of times when god warned people don't marry wives from these other countries yes so maybe it's this idea that um they that people that follow god married people or had children with people that did not follow God and their descendants uh, were, which were the Nephilim followed after these same false gods they rejected God and then they fell from God yes so, so that's I think that's a pretty interesting theory and then the last idea that I have that I don't know of many people hold um, it's that the sons of God were other created men what do you mean like not like us very different so different they were, people they different were, I don't know if they're humans, but they're just not like us. Okay. I don't know how, to, I don't know how else to say that. Oh, I, I so they would be a, a thinking, living biological creation with a soul. Yes. But not human. But not human. Is that and what, not like part of the animal universe. Probably not. Is that one you have? Nope. What, what are some that you have, Daniel? Yeah, what are some of the ideas uh, you have? I have the definitive answer. Oh, oh whoa. I have okay. two other non-definitive answers. So after he tells us, we're just going to shut off the podcast and let you think. We can walk away. Think. Okay. I have an absolutely <laughs> definitive answer. Well, that's all from here. Why don't, you, found, why, don't you, why don't you just play us out? I'll put the okay. outro music on. Just get it ready. Go get ahead. it ready. If we look at this. Go ahead. <laughs> I have it playing right now. Okay, so what, what do you got? Sorry, I hear the music play dance. They are vampires. Oh my gosh. Wait. You think Nephilim are vampires? Oh, they're not just vampires. These are sparkly vampires. <laughs> oh, Seriously? Your only show notes that you did are that they're the vampires from Twilight? Dude, look at this sentence. 
They came, uh, oh, excuse me. They went to the women yep. and had daughter and uh, children. Okay. So well, how do you get vampire? Women uh-huh. went to mate with these things. Uh huh. And as we know, if spoiler we alert. Anything, I haven't I haven't watched Twilight. Well, if we learn anything <laughs> from genre fiction, uh-huh. women want to mate with sparkly vampires, and they can have children. I'll be honest with you, vampires are supposed to be. Dead I, I understand. Creatures. I understand they're supposed to be dead and sterile, but has Twilight taught us nothing? Um, Twilight has taught me that. I this see it here. Nation I don't even stupid. have to look beyond <laughs> context. Who needs context? I've never heard that vampires have to be sterile. Vampires. Is that true? I, I thought so. They don't have to be. I've seen in, in examples when they're not. Yeah, like Twilight. Right, I have two other. But like, you know what? Here's the thing. I've actually seen theories that talk about them as being vampires. Okay, well, then I'll accept that. Well, then we need Abraham Lincoln, right? I have yet to see anything in in my notes about them sparkle. (laughs) I I don't see anything about glitter. Okay, Uh, moving on. Can we please move on? But but it it is a legitimate theory. If you go out and you put a Nephilim in vampires, you will find sights. All right, interesting. Well, here's some other ones. (laughs) Good good work there, Daniel. Thank you. So... Uh, okay, th- this one's interesting. It's, again, it has to do with fallen angels. Um, but this time, instead of actually the fallen angels impregnating women, they possess humans and they mm. get the humans that they're possessing to, to breed with yeah. women. And then those offspring are Nephilim. Okay, so also that, interesting. But that's not vampires. Well, no, not, not vampires, but I mean, better than vampires, I'd say. A lot better than vampires. Yeah. Um, and they were more sparkly. And. The final thing that I will bring up is that Nephilim could be extraterrestrials. Mm. Yep, that's right. In fact... Uh, oh, no, you didn't. Professor David Jacobs, who, and you can find things about him online. Oh Here's some of his thoughts, and I... This is for real. I almost wasn't going to read this, because as I was reading it, I started to feel dirty because of how, how like, anti-God this wait, is. Wait, wait, is this one of those guys that shows up on Ancient Aliens? I don't know. Probably. Let me just. just Did you ever watch it? Hey, let's let's break away from Matthew for a minute. Okay. You ever watch that show? I have watched that show. So here's here's how this show breaks down to me. Okay. Let's Hmm. say the topic is aliens and dragons. Okay. So they're like, hey, we've got this ancient uh, mosaic. It depicts a flying lizard that shoots fire. Yes. And clearly, none of us are willing to believe that there are in fact dragons which means this must be an alien everything on that show is an alien uh, my favorite Seriously. there was like indian they were like looking at <laughs> at indian like freezes that had like uh, these arrows that shot off and they were like shooting into like fire and yeah. and and what they were calling guided missiles and they're sitting there this picture clearly shows us that the Indian culture was in, in 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 contact with aliens with advanced weapon technology. Clearly, here's the thing: when I was three, I was pretending my bows and arrows were shooting fire. Three, have some imagination, people. Okay, right, I'm taking sorry. the microphone back now. Thanks, everybody, for listening to hey. that. Uh, so, wait, no, I have to read this from uh, oh, this. Uh, what's this guy's name again? Is he on Ancient Aliens? David Jacobs. Just go Google David Jacobs while I, think I, while I read this. He sounds familiar. Okay, listen. <laughs> let, me, let me read this. This is about aliens and Nephilim. This al- so this is straight from him. This alien abduction phenomenon is real. It is all part of the end times plan to attack humanity. At first, 
No, so at, at, preach it, brother. A final last stand in Satan's battle with God. My take is that these fallen angels and their demon Nephilim children need hosts to exist on planet Earth. For dead demon Nephilim spirits wandering the earth, they need a hybrid Nephilim physical body that they can possess. Most demon possessions result in a person becoming literally mad and uncontrollable. It is documented widely. You wi- sing it, brother! <laughs> it is documented widely in the world that, and also in the Bible. The reason is that Nephilim spirits are incompatible with a 100% seed of the Adam Eve host. Similarly, fallen angels want a host they can exist in. Although some class of aliens, or sorry, angels, undoubtedly have the ability to transform and appear as humans, the process is likely to weaken their power. That is, by maintaining a physical transformation as humans, they lose power. Therefore, my suspicion is that these fallen angels are behind the engineering of hybrid human-alien Nephilim species. They could se- they could shed their heavenly bodies and become permanently physical and tied to this realm. But it also means they will no longer be able to shift back into the heavenly realms. Wow. So, I just wanted to get that out of the way. The alien part of the Nephilim conspiracy I think is has the least possibility that of anything that we've talked about so oh actually no after vampires there's <laughs> so what did a vampire ever do to you so uh, we're not gonna, the worst movies of all time so we're not gonna spend as much <laughs> yeah we're not gonna spend as much time on this alien even stuff. though I think it's interesting that maybe aliens could have been giant and 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 bred with women back in Genesis. Oh my gosh. I don't think that that is the case. I think we can move on. I think David Jacobs really needs to get a new job. So let's just move on. So I think at this point, Kobe, do you feel comfortable crossing off aliens and vampires from the list of potentials? I'm going to cross them off. Daniel, do you feel okay with... I am sticking beside vampires till the bitter end. And when I say bitter end, it's all about the last minute or so of the show. All right. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) Sounds good. Okay, so... Kobe, tell me, um, what do you got? Should you, I, I see from your notes that you have some areas of controversy. I, I know you have some general information. Let's just start with some general yeah. information about Nephilim in, in general. Oh, okay. So general, yeah. general information? Yeah. Well, so, we kind of went through all the general information, so good job with that. Yeah, So because we know um, Nephilim occurs only twice in the Hebrew Bible. Um, and what, what, what did you want to say about that? Um, I actually even did further research yeah? and went to the Apocrypha. Whoa. Whoa. Are you going to read from Enoch? No, I'm going to read from Jubilees 5. Okay, go ahead. This might... It's a little longer, people, so bear with me. I'm going to just read the parts that are important. It's actually all important because it all talks about the same thing. All right, take it away. All right. I might at some point take a break. All right, (laughs) Jubilees 5, 1 through 8. It says, And it came to pass when the children of men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and the daughters were born unto them, that the angels of God saw them on a certain year of this Jubilee, that they were beautiful to look upon, and they took themselves wives of all whom they chose, and they bare unto them sons, and they were giants. Before you read on, can you talk about what the Apocrypha is and why we don't really believe it's true? No. Why? Just, just to give somebody some context for this. The Apocrypha is not context. authoritative. Uh, some it's people, not in the uh, our official Bible. It's in the Catholic Bible. Catholic Bible. Sorry, so Catholics. Some people do think it's from God. It's not, though, so don't be fooled. This is not... Actually, yes. legit from God. Okay, I think we got that out of the way. Now I just didn't want to, you know, bash every Catholic in the world. Well, no, I'm on board <laughs> with Catholics. I yes. just want to make sure that we know that this particular Bible is not from God, okay. inspired by God. Thank you for pointing that out. All right. <sighs> Catholics are nice. That's all Many I'm saying. Many of my friends are Catholic. I have Catholic friends. I have family Catholic members. Friends. Yes. I, we definitely disagree on many theological positions. But 
still kindly. <laughs> we like Catholics. We'll just state we'll just state that now. In fact, All right. next week oh when you come gosh. back, we're actually going to be the sci-fi Catholic. Oh my gosh, no. Yeah, we're taking we're choosing a denomination. We're going denom. Wouldn't that make why would we write Catholic then if we're denominational? Because we've chosen. Right now we're we're the sci-fi non-denominational Christian. This is ridiculous. Okay. Let me keep reading. All right. It says, And lawlessness increased on the earth, and all flesh corrupted its way, alike men and cattle, and beasts and birds, and everything that walks upon the earth. All of them corrupted their ways and their orders, and they began to devour each other. And lawlessness increased on the earth, and every imaginary imagination of the thoughts of all men, thus evil continually. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. And all the flesh had corrupted its orders, and all that were upon the earth had wrought all manner of evil before his eyes, and he said that he would destroy men and flesh upon the face of the earth, which he created, but Noah found grace before the eyes of the Lord and against the angels, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> really, I'm so sick of reading this. So I think we kind of got to the important point. Summarize. I mean, okay, so basically what Jubilees 5, verses 1 through 8 is saying is that the Nephilim were giants. <laughs> all that for that? Yeah, all that for that. Good work. All right. No, but it, it goes back to what we talked about in Genesis. It has the same same idea. Yeah. But they described them as giants, were the Nephilim. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because the King James Version also has them as giants. Yes. So. I think that that is a pretty standard definition. And one of the reasons that we want to do this episode is this kind, this different theories of Nephilim are out there. Sci-Fi Christian is here to finally air the truth. And tell you what is exactly right. If you ro- don't believe us, yeah. well, then you're wrong. And that's why I brought up the truth. Oh, my gosh. Vampires. All right. Daniel, I saw you uh, nodding your head a few times. Did you have any specific things to add to Jubilees? Yeah. No. Maybe he just likes to bob up and down. <laughs> okay. So, um, okay. So, we listed off some, you know, at the beginning, we listed off some different theories. But um, there's been, through tradition, two main interpretations uh, one is that they're the offspring of Seth, and one is that they're the offspring of angels. So this offspring of Seth thing, just as a reminder, Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel, of course, but they also had another son named Seth. Seth. So, uh, we also we have to, like Kobe just said, we have to leave uh, to go to some other sources to see more about this offspring of Seth thing. So let me read this these notes that I've put together by myself. Oh, are these from the Dead Sea Scrolls? Uh, the Qumran. Dead Which Sea Scrolls fragment, 4Q417, contains the <gasps> earliest known references to the phrase children of Seth, oh. stating that God has condemned them for their rebellion. Other early references to the offspring of Seth rebelling from God and mingling with the daughters of Cain are found in Rabbi <laughs> Shimon bar uh writings, also Augustine, also Julius Africanus, and the letters attributed to St. Clement. It is also mm. the view expressed in modern canonical... Um, Harak, Ethiopian Orthodox Bible. So there you have it. This is a pretty popular view, yeah. especially in Ethiopia. Yeah. Okay. Offspring of angels. This is the other of the two big views over history. A number of early sources refer to the sons of heaven as angels. The earliest such reference seems to be in the Dead Sea Scrolls. The Greek and Aramaic, Aramaic Enochic literature. And Enoch, this is one of the pseudepigrapha, which is not part of the apocrypha. It's never been a part of any book that people are considered authoritative it's okay. just extra biblical writings hmm. um, so uh, also going on from the Enotic literature it's also in certain uh, manuscripts including First Enoch and Jubilees which you brought up, good job Kobe 
and these are used by Western scholars in modern editions of the Old Testament pseudepigrapha. Also, some Christian apologists shared this opinion, like Tertullian and especially Lacatatius, who I think I said his name wrong. However, angels, this is in quotes, in this context, has sometimes been considered to be a sarcastic uh, phrase for the offspring of Seth who rebelled the earliest statement in a, sec- a secondary commentary explicitly interpreting this to mean the angelic beings mated with humans can be traced uh, to rabbinical writings and it has since become especially commonplace in modern day Christian commentaries. <sighs> wow. So, again, this still points us back to Seth in a way. So, Kobe, thoughts on that? Um, I mean, that's Augustine's first big idea and a lot of people still today would agree with him it's actually the biggest idea out there um other than the second the second biggest would probably be that first one with the nephilim are combination of fallen angels and women and then the third one is that they're other created beings like those vampires are. not vampires they would be a different created being because it's through a bite oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> okay nice so um I, I like the idea that they're fallen angels, even though I don't actually hold to that view. I think it's kind of, as interesting theories go, it is an entertaining theory. I don't, it's so, a little entertaining. Again, I'm not holding to this view. I Ben and I had once had an argument on the show about can angels take on physical form. So I know that the Bible says that um, like God's angels, sometimes we might not even recognize them. We, if we're entertaining strangers, who knows if we're actually entertaining and uh, you know, being good to angels. However, I don't think fallen angels are in, in the same place as God's angels because God can empower his angels, but would he, does he necessarily empower fallen angels in the same way? I wouldn't say he does. So, well, I got a question then. Wait, so let me just say this. So, do you, so one of the arguments Ben and I had was, I don't believe that fallen angels can take physical form, whereas I think Ben did believe that. What are you guys' thoughts on that? I have a question to raise to you, Matt Anderson. Yeah, are you going to answer my question first? No. Well, it, it's a question in your question. It's to help answer your question. Okay. Do you think that the Antichrist, when he comes, who's supposed to be a demon of some kind, and he's supposed to take physical form and rise up and proclaim to be Jesus, even though he's not? If you believe in the left behind theology, then you would believe that. I don't even believe there is an Antichrist coming. Bam. Eat it. Mm. Mind blown. Antichrist in Revelation is Nero. Read your Bible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did read my Bible. Daniel? That's not. Wait, so you think Left Behind is right? Go listen to our episode. I didn't say they. Were, I didn't say any of them are right. First of all, Ant- we're never going to know the answer Antichrist until it happens. So. Antichrist doesn't necessarily have to be one person. It's anybody that is Antichrist. But in Revelation, Nero is the person that they describe as Antichrist. Thoughts? Okay. Okay. Whatever. So, so let me get you're you're there. impossible sometimes. I'm going to break in. <laughs> Thank you. So let's let's face it. When it comes to this issue, this is a wide road issue. Because there's at least four acceptable trains of thought. Four? Are you adding your vampires? At least four. That it oh might include vampires. That'd okay, thank fair. you. Oh. And I mean, it can be anything from the historical of it has happened to the futurist, which That's correct. it will happen, mm-hmm. to the philosophical. But the fact of the matter is, if you're listening to this good show on the on the Sci-Fi Christian, yeah, uh, regardless of which one of those views you take, Matt Anderson will still love you. Oh yeah, I I, I love you only a little listeners. bit. But well, somebody answer my question. 
Daniel, I'm just going to direct this to you then. Why? Because can, you didn't like my question? Because you, you didn't answer my question. Because you, you never can, answered mine. Can de- I did. You're wrong. <laughs> so demons, can they manifest in physical form? I personally do not believe they can. But Why? they could convince us they could because I think they mess with our minds. Okay. Okay. Colby, I'll give you another chance. I'm just, I'm going to say maybe. Okay. I know that's not a definitive answer and that's not what people want to hear. But honestly... We don't really know. Yeah. Really. I mean, really we can all take a shot in the dark. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. Someday we'll find out. But um, I'm still going to be on the fence for maybe, because I've never seen it happen. So until I see it happen, then I'll say yes. Let me ask but you I this question. Happen yet. Do you think that God's angels, so on the same side as us, yes, that they reproduce amongst themselves? Amongst themselves? Yeah. Do angels reproduce? Mm, I don't think so. No. Okay. So, if we can agree that even God's angels don't reproduce, can we agree that likely fallen angels slash demons do not reproduce? I don't know. Because that's part of the controversies that we have. Is that angels are spiritual beings and therefore not reproductively compatible with human women. Correct. Or men. Because <laughs> not all angels have to be guys. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, I, I just find it hard to believe. Well, let's just say that angels could manifest in physical form. With that being true, do they, they don't even have reproductive power as far as we are told biblically. Yes. Yes. And so then this idea that demons mated with women and had half demon, half human offspring, I don't think that there's any ground for that. I don't think so either. I, I mean, there's no proof of it in any way, shape, or form. And let's and say... The, well, yeah, keep go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm good. Let's say that uh, a demon possessed a human man, and then that possessed man had sex with a woman and had a baby. Still, I mean, it's still human genes are being spread. So I don't think even yeah. even under the possession, I don't think that uh, demon genes <laughs> would transfer into the human. Because still, it wouldn't be the demon that's yeah. having. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I think we can pretty much eliminate the idea that these Nephilim are either... I think we can eliminate the fact that they are fallen angels or even hybrid angel humans. Although, there are some advocates of this still. Okay, hit me with of it. Of course. So, I was online the other day, obviously. That's where we get all of our information from. Mm-hmm. From Wikipedia. No, I didn't go to Wikipedia. I went to some random website that I couldn't even tell you where it is. Nice, good work. Um, anyways, it says, These people believe that since twice recorded two occasions in scripture that angels have been eating food, Okay. They believe that there's some ability for angels to have interaction with the material world. Okay. Which I guess makes sense. But when you do, when you do bring this up, just keep in mind the difference between God's angels and yeah. the devil's angels. Yes. I'm obviously. sitting here thinking about the fact that in Twilight they don't eat food, but could they eat? Food? Those are vampires. Oh, We're not talking about sorry. angels. Okay. <laughs> angels can at times be indistinguishable from humans, and some have entertained angels unaware and that's in hebrews 13 too it says some have a t- entertained angels unaware so that's from the bible angels people. yes not fallen angels all right these are still um advocates positions of the angel hybrid just so you know it says the sexual immorality of sodom and gomorrah is described as likewise in comparison to the actions of the angels that left their proper dwelling which is in jude 6 and 7 Wait, and that, that can you say that again that, yes that, oh of the 
Okay, the immorality of the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, not any angels. It says the sexual immorality of Sodom and Gomorrah is described as the likewise oh, okay. in comparison to the actions of the angels that left their proper dwelling and that Jesus okay. has chained in darkness until judgment. So people, so these bad angels, fallen angels, are compared to the badness of the humans in Sodom and Gomorrah. But the sexual immorality, that's the, that's the important part. It's not necessarily saying that the angels had sexual immorality. No, Just, it's not saying that. It's that they're comparing in likewise to that. Okay. So, these are not in my views. I'm just saying. No, I, no, I think okay, that's good. the same. I, I agree with that. Here we go. It says, we really don't know what angels can and cannot do, as we lack the ability to capture and study them, and scripture says little about them. <laughs> capture and study them? That's what somebody said? <laughs> yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, although I don't really know how I'd feel about holding one of God's angels hostage. Um, the question should be decided would you, would by... Would you hold a demon hostage? No, it's just creepy. Okay. Um, the question should be decided by the context and evidence rather than a preconceived idea about the nature of angels. Mm-hmm. Um, the Augustinian position, which we've talked about, fails to explain the production of gigantic offspring from the union of believers and unbelievers, mm-hmm. which is true. Mm-hmm. But then again, I mean, well, we'll talk about them in a minute. Okay. The unanimous position of Jewish and heathen authors prior to Philo of Alexandria is that the angels came down and sired children with women. Just in case you didn't know, Kobe, sired means had children with women. Thank you, okay. Matt. You know, I, I like some of the things you said. Um, I actually have better evidence. <laughs> of what? Angels? In favor of, the, of it being angels. Oh, in favor. Now, okay. Again, as you said. Even I, though you just said two minutes ago that that's not possible. I don't agree but okay. with it. I don't agree with it. But for the sake of the argument, I think it's important to say everybody. So this important. is not your position? Not my position. But okay, good. Okay. Where's so, been the support for the vampire position? We don't have one. Hold on. We're coming back to that. Okay. So um, I, have to, I have to read these different verses in two translations, King James, and then I'll go to like NIV or something or ESV. Okay. So... Job 1.6 says, I, yeah. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Okay. So, like I said, that was that was a King James Version. If we go to ESV, it also says there was a day when the sons of God came. But if we are to go to NIV, that word sons of God is actually just translated as one day the angels came mm-hmm. to present themselves. So we see evidence right there of angels being used interchangeably with yes. the phrase Son but of God. Is that when you begin talking about translations, are you just not you're just talking about the interpretation of different I know, but we yes, you're talking about the interpretation of the word. Yes, of the scholars that worked in that particular translation. But with the point is made then that there is some similarity between that word and the, whatever the original Hebrew was, it can be translated in a couple different ways. Uh, again, there was a day, this is Job 2.1. Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And again, and actually, this is identical to Job 1.6. So anyways, there, the sons of God is also can be translated as angels. So my point here being that if it could be interchangeable there, it's possible it could be interchangeable in such places as Genesis 6.4. So that we could actually, if we're then to read Genesis 6.4 that way. And again, I'm not looking at the original Hebrew here. So I don't know if this is true, but it's possible that it, it says when the angels went to the daughters of humans and had children by them. Bam. Bam. Da- Daniel? <laughs> just shaking your head you in disgust. You guys are just trying too hard. You so, really are. What? What are you just, doing? Just keep going through all your theories. Just keep going. Well, just, what? That's you, the point here. You are, can't just are you stop it. Yet? Are you done yet? You can't stop at one theory of vampires. What do you, what do you have? Well, are, are you done with all your theories? No, I got one more, actually. Okay. okay no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, I don't really have one more, but 
How many more? Because it's kind of the same as the Seth view and Augustinian stuff. Well, but, well, tell me more about the Seth view. Um, it actually is called the Sethite view. Oh, okay. By the way, uh, it's very short, brief. It says the sons of God were the godly line from Adam to Seth, like Matt said, and down to Noah. And the Nephilim were fallen children who sought after false gods. I, I think I like this view. I'm just gonna say. And then now. there's another view that's kind of like it. It's called the fallen men view. It says godly men, which were sons of God, took ungodly wives and their descendants, which are Nephilim, mm-hmm. followed after the false gods, rejected God, and fell far from God in wickedness. So it's almost the same thing, only it's just not from the exact line of Seth down to Noah. Okay. So. All right. I'm pretty. I'm getting close to being able to tell you where I really think, but I want to hear it from Daniel. First. Yeah, I want to see if he's got any well, good comments. Well, again, I want to hear you. You finish, and then I'm gonna. I we've got some Facebook comments, and then I want to kind of chime oh, in. Oh yeah, we do have some Facebook comments, don't we? Um, no, come on. We, me and me and Kobe have been talking for a while. You, yeah, we want to hear what you got to say. Get. <laughs> you guys are trying too hard. What do you mean? You're just really, really, really trying too hard. Just give it to us straight. So here's the, here's the thing. I know we've brought up giants, and we've had giants get brought up on the uh, on the Facebook page. Giants. Giants. Goliath. Actually, Goliath wasn't one of the Nephilim. But maybe he's related to them. Maybe. Maybe. Let's let's be honest. We're talking about the Bible. The Bible is divinely inspired. Yes. And I believe that the Bible is 100% true. Yes. Okay. So what we have here is we've got a phrase of a people's group and some indication that they're tall and they mated with people. Okay. Now, last time I checked, a dog and a cat don't mate and come with a hybrid dog and cat. Yet. Yet. Take that, science. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I got it right here. Hold on. Everybody. Take that, science. Okay, that was worth it. So, I'm guessing that there are people and potentially a people group and the thing that seems to stand out about them is that they're tall. So if I look at other books from the ancient world, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people groups that we don't have a ton of people about, a ton of, of information about. So yes. like in the second millennium BC, there's a group of sea peoples. And basically the sea peoples, they devastated. They devastated the ancient world because they came in they were militarily superior, and they beat down some serious people groups that had some stuff behind them, like the Egyptians. We have no idea who they were. There's theories. Americans. Atlanteans. Atlanteans. They were Atlanteans. Which are alien-inspired yeah, people, but, by the way. You know, there's, there's well, all sorts of theories. We should talk about They could have been Greeks. Someday. They could have been, been a group of Philistines with naval power. Uh, all we know is that they hit multiple civilizations, and they hit them hard. Yeah. So, again, it wouldn't be out of the question in an ancient book or document for us to have a mention of a, people's, a people group and not a whole lot of background around it. So we've got this phrase and we got the fact that they're tall. So we're also talking about the ancient world. Guys, you're tall. Okay. For the ancient world, you're tall. Oh, I'm tall? Yeah. Okay. I mean, these are people. Oh, so you're making are, the point that back then people didn't grow very tall, and so yeah. we comparatively are like giants to them. Yes, but so, wasn't so Goliath considered a giant? He was like nine feet tall. That's still really tall. That's still pretty tall. But have you seen Manute Bull? Huh? 
Have you seen Yao Ming? Are we just saying names yeah. now? No, seriously. Oh, okay. I mean, there are people that are unusually tall. Okay. So could they be? What are they then? I'm just saying, if you are six six and a half, you're probably going to be considered tall in most of the ancient world. A, a giant in most of the ancient world. So there's this whole group of people that are really tall. It's possible. They just came in and did their thing and then left. Well, you could. I think. Go keep going, Daniel. Then I'll, I'll add. I up. mean, my 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 wife's family is tall. It's a generic a genetic thing. Yes, I agree. So it that could happens. be a people group that is unusually tall. The fact of the matter is, when we're talking about where we're having the spies check them out, they could be a group of Philistines. They could be a tribe of Philistines. Could be. And this is their name, and they're just really, really tall. Okay. Let me say this. I agree with what you're saying. In fact, I 100% agree with what you're saying. I think there might be more to it than that, but I can at least agree, based on numbers, the passage that we read earlier, that they, it has to do with their tallness. Yes. Um... And it even says in some of my research that many have associated the Nephilim with giants. Giant traits may not have been limited to Nephilim alone, though, because Goliath was not considered a Nephilim. Uh, Related. Also, they, cousins. they're cousins. They, uh, this source that I'm reading from also says the term Nephilim, though, is, is unclear because it definitely relates to the verb to fall. And so yeah. I don't see, even though I believe that they have traits of tallness, I don't know how that relates to fall other than... You're really the, tall. It's going to be a dramatic fall. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. Mm, interesting. I highly doubt that's what the point of that was. But, but to be honest, I, I think the simplest explanation is it's not it's not demons, it's not aliens, it's not vampires. Thank you. It's not any of these things. The most simple explanation is is they are truly tall people. And in the context of the world in which this book was written, tall people are going to seem like giants. And I think logic comes into play here big time. You know, Jerome, who did the Latin translation of the Bible, the Vulgate, he sure. actually, um, he translated the word as giants. And that's where we actually get, right? Well, I think the word he used was like gigantus, which is where we, we have the word giants. So. I think we should read that Facebook comment because it's really good. Okay, yeah. It talks exactly about what we're talking about. Yeah, so, so that's pretty yesterday good. and today we posted some things about Nephilim and what do people think. And so um, let me see. I, one of the very first, in fact, the very first response we got to uh, about Nephilim was that just simply giants. That's from Cristiano. Uh, and then today, Cristiano wrote something different. You want to read that, Kobe? Sure. Just a second. I got to hold it over here. Um, it says, Nephilim, they're giants. Why giants? I don't know. Literal giants? I don't know either. Were they simply big and mighty men viewed as others as giants? Well, maybe. Personally, I really have problems with the whole fallen angels and women intercourse theory spiritual beings are well spiritual they don't have a body although they can assume can assume any form we must understand that assuming a form is different of really being the form assumed so the question is how could they reproduce i know that sons of god is also used in other verses when referring to angels but then again they're spiritual beings with no body like us i trust in the bible but genesis doesn't give us too much details and maybe we should check another other sources. Problem now is its reliability. Yeah, and that's I think that's kind of what we touched on is we've been reading out extra biblical sources, outside sources. Yeah. But we can't always rely on them 100% like we can the Bible. And, and that's and earlier I was going off with Kobe about ancient aliens, and this it's really where I go crazy <laughs> is because we want there to be this this create this explanation that's bigger 
than than the story we think it is. Yeah, I agree. I and, do want. It. And to, I, I, I do, want it to be a lot bigger. Like one of the reasons I want to cover this is I do kind of want something bigger. But go ahead, Daniel. But oftentimes, the fact that people are doing extraordinary things is the big story. Yes, I agree. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, like I was just saying, part of the reason I like the idea of having a topic on Nephilim is because there's a part of me that wants to believe these were fallen angels and that there are hybrid children out there, but I don't really believe that. I just think it's cool. So are we to the point yet where we can all decide which our view we are going to follow, or do you want? Do we have more info, Matt? Uh, we have another Facebook comment. Oh, we do? Wait, we, well, yeah, okay. Let's, that must have just came in. No, it's, it's an it's older yesterday? one. Oh, it's an older one. Yeah, okay. yeah let's read it because then um, she actually she cites a book, and I, I yeah, you read it, but um, I'm going to read after that. I have taken, I, I scoured the internet for places where uh, Nephilim was used in some sort of popular, popular culture uh, place, like book or TV show or something, and I've picked out my favorite, most bizarre one. So, Daniel, why don't you read what, uh, who was Jenny? So, Jenny wrote, I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't heard enough theories to have a fave, but Langle's take in Many Waters is interesting. And I didn't know anything about the book Many Waters. Nope. Uh, it, it is a, a group of characters in this book, Many Waters, which has got some characters from A Wrinkle in Time in it. Oh, really? Uh, and basically, the Nephilim are implied to be fallen angels who can't return to heaven after choosing to leave for Earth. Hmm. Um, which I guess sounds a lot like a really, really stupid Nicolas Cage movie that I'll never get two hours back from. What the heck? Wait, what are you talking about? Uh, it's got Meg Ryan in it. It's really painful. Okay, I don't think I saw. Yeah, oh, but, oh yeah, but, the City of Angels. Yeah, they have wings and eyes colored in violets and reds, and they can transform into worms, snakes, and dragons. Hmm. Yeah, so of course you mentioned that this is the author of uh, Wrinkle in Time series. So, mm-hmm. but Many Worlds is separate from Wrinkle in Time. Uh, again, I've never read it. Um, it sounds like there are characters from Wrinkle in Time in it. Okay, why would angels choose to leave heaven and just come hang out on Earth? That sucks. Well, in City of Angels, it's for love. Love, man. Yeah, but love if they're already in heaven, well, and God and, is love. And, and I mean, again, come on. part of the city of angels theory is is what they're espousing is you know, as an angel, you really don't feel anything. You just do. Yeah, I guess. Purpose. But and that there's some who want to be able to ch- do things like choose. Okay, let me read. But it's uh, still horrible. This is what we'll do. I'll read a few of the. It's funny- Nicholas Cage, though. I'll read a few of the things that I found online that I thought were interesting that just spark some cool Nephilim thought, but then let us uh, wrap it up and choose what we think is the real answer. So, the Nephilim are featured in the Mortal Instruments and Infernal Devices book series by Cassandra Clare as the offspring of angels and humans, also known as shadow hunters. Mm. In Tom England's book, Gospel of Lucifer, Nephilim are referred to as a mysterious extraterrestrial extraterrestrials who came to Earth over 5,000 years ago to help us advance as societies by teaching us math physics and technology stupid math <laughs> author richard codry's sandman slim series feature a main character by the name of stark or aka sandman slim who discovers his magic and healing abilities are the result of being a nephilim i thought you were gonna say tony stark i was really excited for a second in the video game el shaddai ascension of the metatron the Nephilim are depicted as semi-humanoid blob-like creatures that enjoy frolicking through the Tower of Babel. <laughs> this, beli- <laughs> this belies their true nature as the Nephilim are slowly consuming one another, growing more monstrous and threatening to consume the world. Enoch, the main character, must return the creatures to oblivion by purifying the souls of the fallen angels that parented them. 
In the Fallen novels by Lauren Kate, a Nephilim is any person with angel DNA. The Nephilim featured in the novels attend Shoreline School near Medicino, California, and have not yet made their final choice between good and evil. Two more. In the post-apocalyptic video game Darksiders, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, referred to as war, death, fury, and strife, are shown to be Nephilim and are the last of their kind after the Nephilim suffered devastating casualties during a war between heaven and hell centuries prior to the main storyline. The Nephilim are portrayed as tall, muscular demigods capable of incredible power such as shape-shifting into giant demons and possessing incredible advanced weaponry. And finally, in Thomas Nagatsky's book series The Fallen and the miniseries based on the books, Nephilim are referred to as children of fallen angels and human women who are eventually responsible for protecting the world from impending darkness. So some pretty interesting, thought-provoking... There's a lot of reading. Yeah, thought-provoking stories there. So let's wrap it up. I think Daniel, you've you've kind of come to the conclusion that they're just simply giants. Just hu- no, I, I'm not even going with giants. Like hu- tall humans. They're, they're tall people. According to those people, though, they were giants. So, sure, taller people. That's okay. what you're saying. Okay, good. It's okay. a basketball team. <laughs> it's a basketball team. Kobe. Uh, you go first. Uh, I'm about to pick between my two that I like. Well, okay, here's what it's down mm. to for me. It's down to these two, and I first want to say I agree with Daniel that these people are taller than your average humans. But I don't think it's just that. I would say it's either going to be that the sons of God were the godly line from Adam to Seth down to Noah, and the Nephilim were fallen children who sought after false gods. That could be one. But the one I'm leaning towards is that the sons of God were godly men who took ungodly wives, and their descendants followed after after these false gods. And then these descendants would be called Nephilim because they are not, I don't know what it means. They they basically because they're following after not the true God. So I think I'm gonna go with that. That they're tall people who worshipped false gods. Too much work. Thinking okay. Too hard. I think I'm gonna agree with Matt on these two. Okay. On these two exact same views, the Sethite view. That could be a possibility, but I think I'm gonna go with the fallen men view that they are godly men took ungodly lives, they're unnaturally tall, and then their descendants followed after false gods. The reason I want to say they're more than just it's, tall people... I just want to make a note. It yeah. is 2.37 on June 24th, 2012, yeah. and for the first time ever, someone's actually agreeing with Matt on the second. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you. So I, I just want to say, I mean, it could just be that they're tall, but I feel like there has to be more. Why would they have their own uh, signifier as Nephilim if it wasn't yeah. something to do with these people had fallen away from God in some way. He's got kind of a point there. Um, so why are some people called Minnesotans and some Iowans? Because Iowans are way better. So, but wouldn't it just say? Wouldn't we just know that there's a place where they're from? Then it, it doesn't say that. And that's my they're point. Can- they're my Canaanites. Point is there's no. There's they're no, from Can- Canaan. There's no context. I think here. the whole point here is that these people are very unimportant, whoever they are, because <laughs> you know. But he's got a fantastic. Seriously, yeah. how many more times in the Bible do they ever talk about him? Keep going. Come on. Well, the thing is, is again, we're constantly trying to find these big, weird, strange things, and this is the sort of thing where a non-believer or someone who might be seeking might look at it. And say, uh, uh, what does this mean? I can't believe because I can't give an answer to this. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, is you don't need an answer to this. Mm-hmm. 
this is not the story of what's happening in, in you with a relationship with Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's this, this is a line, and I'm not going to say it's a throwaway, throwaway line, but it is a line. It is historically accurate. It is true, but it is not a line you need an explanation of in order to have a, a, a saving relationship. And I'm guessing that's why I still partially believe in the Sethite view because it's just at a time in the Bible when... I just feel like they wouldn't put it in there unless it had something to do with the early people of the Bible. Because that's when they put it in there. So, Guys, I think we came to a great conclusion, but listeners, we are also interested in hearing what you have to say. If you didn't have a chance to uh, respond to our Facebook uh, question, feel free to call us at 612-4121-SFC, or if you want, you could even email us at... The email address... Which is... The one you answer. Feedback at the sci-fi Christian.com. So, ah, good discussion here, folks. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you, Kobe, for joining me on another awesome episode of the Sci-Fi Christian. That's all from here. I am Matt Anderson. I'm Kobe Radcliffe. I'm Daniel Butcher. And we are the Sci-Fi Christians signing, signing off. off. All right, everybody. There it is. Episode uh, sixty-nine. The but there wasn't conspiracy. anything from ScienceRumors.com. Yeah, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I haven't listened to this episode in almost ten years. <laughs> that's, that's great. So I'm excited to go back and and check it out and see how much. I'm assuming, and I honestly I don't remember. I'm guessing there won't be a lot of overlap from what you and I talked about two episodes ago. Yeah. But I guess technically there could be. So sorry. Yeah, but sorry. Covered if there better. Is. Uh, in ours. Do you, I like to give something original in the time loop. So okay. I'm about to hit the music. I want one original Nephilim thought that you didn't give during our, our big episode we just did that maybe you thought about later. Like, oh, I should have mentioned that. Okay. Did you want me to do that now? Yeah, hit oh. it. <laughs> um, Nephilim. <laughs> what, what were they doing? No one knows. Probably wasn't good. This is not an original thought. <laughs> Wait, do you think it's possible they were angels and not demons, or are you all in on the demons? I'm all in on the demons. All right. There's the exclusive. Think the good angels are having sex with humans. All right. I think that's fair. Well, listeners, I think we definitely gave you your money's worth here today. That's right. Uh, thanks for listening to this time loop. Uh, the This is the end of this redemption series. And now, who knows what's, what's back? What, 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 uh, what we'll do next time? You know, I you haven't ever given me your top five Pixar movies, and I know that was a season uh, two episode. Are you interested I, in that? I, no, no, I don't think we need to do that. I'm uh, wondering what else we did that you didn't cover. Well, I'll think about it. And we'll be yeah. back with that in the future. But for now, that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben Debo, and we're the Cyber Christians. Signing off. Goodbye. <laughs>